0: Now, Louie, confession time. I got this wrong. I don't know why I've always had this wrong in my head. It's one of those things which is jammed in my head, and it's wrong. Uh, Lethanness, by the way, just texted him to tell us it was wrong, so thank you, Lethal. Uh, Qatari chief was Jock Cladigan, which is one of those things when I hear it out loud, sounds completely right, but for some reason I had docked poor Jock that win and given it to Gary Grills. Gary Grills rode Kerry Lane. To win the Auckland Cup. So my apologies. Different K horse. Uh both great efforts. And yep, so Gary Grills, who's obviously Craig Grills' dad. They look identical. Maybe not right now. But uh but yeah, Craig obviously rides the Derby winner today. Jock, my apologies. Jock Cadigan rode Qatari chief to win that Auckland Cup. So just want to clarify that. And I'm glad Lethal told me because I reckon that would have been stuck in my brain wrong for the next twenty years if we hadn't. Have...
1: Well Leith told you, but I've just done a quick count and 17 people text the text machine to correct you as well. You
0: yeah, 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 <laughs> so, know, it's a funny thing with racing. It's like it's like the things you care about, like footy. Sometimes you get something stuck in your head and someone could say to you and you go, oh, of course it wasn't. But for some reason, I was absolutely convinced that was Gary Gross, different K-horse, Kerry Lane. Admittedly, there was about a 10-year phase in my life there, Highford, where I was probably, you know, I was probably socialising a bit too much. I might have blurred some of those things up a little bit.
1: Uh, do you remember who uh, rode uh, Brew in the um, uh, Melbourne Cup?
0: Kira McAvoy, wasn't it? He? Uh, uh, he's too good. There you go. Well, it's it's a little bit st- of redemption to get your <laughs> confidence
1: back up. Exactly. A soft kill.
2: Mo- Mike Marody will remember.
0: Uh, morning, Mike. How are you doing?
2: Morning, morning. I've been listening to it all now. Tell me, who ran third to Kotari Chief and who rode it? Oh, get stuffed. Seriously, Can Mike. I, tra- I trained it.
0: Well, well, Mike, I know you didn't write it. Um.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I was a fair, a fair bit lighter in those days. Who, who was it? It was a vehicle threesome written by Greg Charles.
0: I'll, I'll just leave that there because that conversation uh, can go completely family rolled. show. <laughs>
2: family show, as Roger James no, said. that was honestly her name. That was her name. Oh, well, I know it we was. We a um, Bill Ford, actually. Let, let's, but, um, just,
0: let's just Travis. move on from that name, Mike, before we all get into trouble. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we we don't have, a, we're not working with a mature enough substance here, uh, Mike, to, to be able to oh, do God, that sort of thing. You can talk. Uh, I can, yeah. Um, now, it's a pretty cool day for you and Pam, Mike, because you've got a really nice team on, on each side of the Tasman. We'll start over your way um, this morning, yeah. because um, the Penn Dragon, Mark Walker said this last hour to us, he just doesn't think that the Australian bookmakers are valuing the New Zealand three-year-old form this year. Would you agree?
2: I agree. They, look, they did it with um when we got Rocket Horse across too, they just didn't value the form at all and I think it's really strong form. From what I can see and we've always held our horse in pretty high regard. Um and he just did a little bit wrong as a cold early days, but once we gelded him and he ironed himself out. Um he um you know he looked like a really nice horse, so uh, I'd I'd be surprised if the form doesn't doesn't measure up.
0: And Mike, disrespect- bear, sorry, the barrier's tricky, Mike. Is it a case that.
2: It is, it is. But he, I tell you something about him. Oh, yeah, he 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 flies to gates so like an Oakley player. He's very fast out of the gates. He's always been out of the gates. And it was to his demise early. We we tried to teach him not to, because um, he was doing it as a two year old and wanting to lead and, and at over 1,000 metres. And we were going, well, you're not really bred to do that, because um, he's actually related to uh, an arc winner and that and the dance side. And so we sort of spent a long time teaching him not to do it. Uh, but that's one thing he has retained is his gate speed. And if and you watch him, at every start we've given him, he's beat them out by a couple of lengths. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I think he'll get across quickly enough from that gate.
1: And obviously, Geordie Childs is a great booking. You'll suit him to a tee, you'd suspect. You've obviously got yeah. Run Harry running the race as well with Daniel Stackhouse up. Um, you would know better than us, what are the big threats? You'd know the form like the back of your hand. Who are the yeah. big threats? I mean, we, we are fam- fam- uh, familiar think... with the Riff Rockets of the world, but what else are we looking for? Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I think um, it's a pretty even race. It is quite an even race. I'd say it's a strong race, but I don't know if it's as strong as what people think. I, I think it's even. Uh, you take uh, Riff Rocket out, it does look very, very good. Um, and then they're a pretty even bunch behind. Um, like, I sort of... We got to a stage where we had... Um, Mark Zara um, and and um, Blake Shin had a ride on on this horse, and they've decided to ride other horses, which surprised me. But they have. Um, and you take Mark's horses, Kid Colorado. Well, I had a look at him. I think got a bit of a rap on him. Um, I had a look at him um, when he ran here at uh, against ours at um, in the CSAs, and he's only a little bloke, um, not very big and not very stretchy. So I don't know, um, but. Yeah, they've elected to ride those sort of horses. So, and and the other New Zealand horse contribute horse. but he's sort of been wanting. He's looked all right midweek, but I wouldn't say he's looked as smart once he's gone against the better ones. So, but he's had time to mature. You don't know it's the autumn and, and a lot of them products.
0: Mike, you raise a really interesting question, and good morning to you, mate. Uh, you raised a really interesting question around the way Australian. Horses are viewed versus ours. This is what I find, and I'm interested in your opinion. Yeah. Not just for markets, but for jockeys taking bookings, but also just for yep. hype. I feel that yep. if a horse is with Chris or or Karen or some of those big hype barns, and James Cummings is another, and it's not their fault, it's just the way the public yeah. perceive them, yeah. they win a couple of three-year-old races, and this is, the, look, Arf captain This is the next best horse, and it's going to be a great super horse. Whereas New Zealand yeah. horses, there's a lot more reticence towards, and as you mentioned, rockin' horse. Even Legato last year, had she been a New Zealand horse, or if Crocetti was an Australian horse, The hype would be through the roof. Do you find that, that the hype because of the media in Australia is so big for those horses from the big barns over there and then someone like you who's got a hell of a big training record, it's almost like our horses need to reprove themselves
2: when they go over there. Um, Yeah, well, I I think what I I couldn't work out was I listened to, they had a show here called Get On and they've got four experts there and they mentioned about six horses in the race. Each one of them, not one of them mentioned the Pendragon. Or Quintessa, and I just felt that I just felt well. Really, guys, you're not doing your job because you've got at least mention <laughs> them, and well, you know, But I've obviously,
0: you know, what I put it down uh, to, mate. I, I put it down to the fact that there's so much racing over there that outside yeah. million when it's on Racing.com and people like us say, "Hey, you better pay attention to this because it's pretty good." I reckon most people, and I found this in Sydney too. Most people just don't watch any New Zealand racing because they're, no, they're so not. busy going from Quaddy to Quaddy to Yarra Valley to Flemington to the next at Rose Hill. They just let it go through. the And, and you know, what, what? there's so much racing that I don't get around to watching it.
2: Yeah, no, you right. It's just a matter of, um, I always think that the, the three-year-old form usually stacks up when it gets across here, especially in the autumn. Um, a bit harder in the spring, but certainly by the autumn. Uh, the New Zealand horses seem to mature that that more, much more, and and I think that races like this, and say through to um, uh, Sydney, the, the way they've got the racing now, one flows onto the other now. Um, whereas you had the New Zealand Derby in the uh, uh, on Boxing Day, it just they didn't have much of a time to have a break, and so if they did, and that you had to rush them at times. Whereas this year. Then just give them a quick break, 10 day breaks, a couple of on the way through. Uh, and you can then start a long way later um, to get your, your derby horses and those sort of horses through, And you're a 1,000 or 2,000 guineas horse. Um, and then the hard thing about New Zealand too is trying to get them ready in the week round uh, at times. And you can do yourself uh, proof favours by not doing that and then and, and waiting for Christmas because um, you know, it can be a bit testing getting them ready for those early ones.
1: It's exactly the conversation we've had about our derby this morning here, Mike, and, um, you know, the the very good filly. She kind of missed spring, and it might have been the best thing for her. Uh, Just on on your other chances at at, uh, Flemington today, obviously, actually, I don't know if someone in your barn's been tipping this, but we've had a texter all week saying Japanese emperor's going to win, so I don't know if you can tell us more about that, and then you've got big watch going around in the market as well.
2: Yeah, look, Japanese Emperor and I ran third in the Guineas um, twelve months ago, and um, we thought he, he he went to win and, and got a little bit tired late, and I always told my owners he was half a run behind where I wanted to be because something went wrong on the way through, and um, we just got that one run behind. So we thought he, he had reasons for being beaten, um, and uh, but he's just uh, been lost in the wilderness since then. Um, and it's just his attitude to let him down a little bit at times, but he's getting a long way better now. Um, he just went over a race and, and and get it all over and done with. and that. He wasn't right in himself. He didn't look right in the coat. We stopped, gave him a break. We pulled him back. He, he, he's, we started him back at 1,200, just taught him to relax. He's doing bad barriers all the way through, and then we had to go right back, and there'd be no speed on, and, and just sort of put him right over a race. Uh, but he's just the last two, once we've set him up going a bit further now, he's learned to relax that a little bit more and, um, and and has found the line considering he's drawn off the track. Well, this time he's drawn a gate. We've got to use that barrier a wee bit to a degree and positive him up without having to use him for a long time and that should give him a chance. And he just seems to be a bit of a horse at the moment too. So he just sort of peaked at the right time.
1: And big watch. Are we Are we allowed to play with confidence here?
2: Yeah, definitely. He's a lovely straight horse. And um, I suppose one of the reasons why they're not um, sort of uh, tipping him to a degree is that he's got a better record at 1,100 metres rather than the 12. But I think he's ready to go to 12 now. Um, and uh, that wouldn't worry me at all. And and the outside gate will go in the straight line. They'll probably better off out there anyway. Beautiful.
1: And back home, you've got some nice chances as well. Pericles, um, who looks like he's kind of figured it out as well. So it's a big day for the team. Yeah. Is Pam over, Pam over there with you, or Pam what's
2: going actually on? actually over, over this morning. Yeah, she's bringing um, one of the owners across with her. Um, that's that's got a share in, in Pendragon, so they're coming over to watch. Um, so and then all the, well, the the are here as well. So it's going to be a, a great day. So it'd be nice day for the, the tartan colours to go across the line for us So you know. Brilliant. But good luck, back Mike. on Pericles. Pericles. Oh, yes, he's yes, a, he's yes. Really good horse. Really yeah. good ors. So we, we knew we had two good three year olds sitting there, um, which were, and we've proven to be right, uh, Pendragon and and, um, and, and Pericles. So I remember having a talk with Andrew Scott before the season started, and I said to him, We had two good ones there, and he said he named one of them, he said Pericles, and I said, Yeah, but we've got another one. And I named Pendragon, and he didn't quite agree with me, but it turned <laughs> out that uh, he right. So. <laughs>
1: Well, last laugh is always the best one. Mike, all the best for the day. I yeah, really appreciate it. He
2: picked Pericles well, so he did a good job there.